Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too well let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from hassle which named dot and says my 25 female boyfriend 27 male was rude to an employee at a store how do i get him to understand that's not okay as the title says i 25 female and my boyfriend 27 male of a few months were at a store recently I was looking at a display of fall themed decor and they had near the front when an employee came up to us and asked if we needed help finding anything. She directed it more at him so I didn't answer but to my shock he answered her with a shh and walked away. The disrespect was off the charts. I work in retail so I've had my fair share of horrible customers but I don't even know how I'd react if someone outright shushed me. He walked off after that and the employee and I were just standing there awkwardly. I apologized to her and then went off to catch up to him. I made us leave the store early because that was so embarrassing. When we got in his car, I asked him what was he thinking being so mean and he just said that her voice was too loud. From what he said, he didn't even really mean to do that. It just came out as a reaction to her loud, high-pitched voice. I didn't think her voice was too loud, but he made it sound like she was impersonating a squeaky toy. I reminded him of all the times I texted him from work and told him about a nightmare customer. He countered that this was different because I'm chill and sweet. He can't stand high-strung people. I countered this as he's never seen my customer service persona, so he has no idea what I sound like when I'm on the clock. He has no idea what she's really like and probably really hurt her feelings. He asked if we could please drop this because he was tired. This was in the evening time after dinner. I said fine and he took me back to my place. This was a couple of days ago and we haven't really talked about it since. I can't stop thinking about it though. Hopefully he listened to what I said but I'm not too sure. I want to bring this up again and let him know that it's not okay to talk to anyone like this no matter the location. I also really don't like his reasoning. He feels made up or too immature. I'm someone who dates for the long haul. I'm looking to settle down and start a family. I'm not sure I want to create a life with a man who thinks it's okay to be mean to someone just because of the pitch of their voice. They can't help what their voice sounds like. I think another thing that's bothering me about this is, would he have done this if she wasn't on the clock? Like if she didn't have to worry about being professional and could stand up for herself, would he still have shushed her? I'm thinking not. I really like him and this was out of character. I guess out of character of what I've seen so far I think if I was potentially in this situation and my partner openly shushed someone who was just trying to help them for absolutely no no other reason and their their voice was a bit too high pitched for them I would seriously be side eyeing that person I'd want to know what exactly was they thinking when they did that 
Unfair says people are making excuses for his behavior, but I think he was just being rude. I don't like screechy voices either, but I'd never do that to someone. Frankly, what he did is kind of next level rudeness, and then he doubled down on it later. In my experience, how people treat others is a good indicator of how they will treat you in your worst moments together. I'd be concerned if I was you, and I do not think you are overreacting. Now, I've never worked in retail customer-facing jobs before, but I've had experience of customers getting you know, irate with me for absolutely no reason, and I just feel so sorry for people who do work these face-to-face jobs sometimes. Like I told you, I used to work in market research and I would go to store to store and I'd have to buy products off the shelves and I'd have to note their batch codes and all this kind of thing. So a lot of the time I'd be there with like a, a notepad writing numbers down and people would sometimes assume that I worked for that store. And I've had many interactions with people, but, but I remember one person asking me where a certain item was and they sort of like went, you, where's this item? No, please. No, thank you. No, nothing. And I'm fairly familiar with the store. So I was able to say, you know, aisle seven, it's down there. And they sort of like look at you and go, no, you're going to show me where it is. I'm like, I don't work here. She goes, How dare you? I'm going to talk to your manager. And then they wander off. They get their manager, bring them back. And they're like, he doesn't work here. And then the look on their face is always wonderful. But anyway, Aria Mage says he's 27, he knows it's not okay. And if he does not, do you really want to date a grown man who doesn't understand respect? Count it as a blessing that you've only wasted a few months with him to see his true character, rather than a few years. Text, dump, block, onwards and upwards, babes. Will help you now says, if it was a reaction without thinking, then maybe yes, he is autistic or something. Even if it was a loud squeaky voice, most people wouldn't say shh. There's something wrong with him. I'd go out more in public with him and see how he acts around different people. If he does anything like that again, it's best to break up. Talking to him again about it won't do anything. You have to see him in action. Mr. Rhythm says, Seriously though, as someone who's autistic and gets overwhelmed easily, I hate when people excuse someone's rude behavior by saying, oh, he's just autistic. When I get overwhelmed, I don't lash out on other people. And if I do, I immediately apologize because I feel awful. But OP does come in with an update and says, So, I wasn't thinking I'd make any update, let alone so soon. My plan was to watch and see if being rude like that was normal for him or just a one-time fluke. Fate had other plans, I guess. A couple of days after my post, I found out he's a Holocaust denier. We were talking about what's going on in Florida and his education system. I asked him if he could imagine not learning about something like the Holocaust. He got quiet and sort of fidgety before stating a lot of what history says happened is up for interpretation. That snowballed into a pretty big fight. Turns out he's a Holocaust denier. He started saying that some stuff doesn't really add up when really examined. I'm honestly having a hard time remembering all the bullcrap he spewed. Like there was something about the Jews and the Allied forces teaming up against Hitler and making up the Holocaust. Something like that. Conspiracy theory stuff. I dumped him. Like I said in my first post, I'm someone who dates for the long term. I'm looking for a life partner. Can you imagine how bad it would have been if I found out later that I was already married to him or if I had a kid with him? I've been in a bit of a funk because I really did like him. However, I'm not going to date an anti-Semite, let alone an idiot. Gee whiz, that took a turn I wasn't expecting and what a fucking idiot absolutely op's best off out of it but i always think i always think in these situations is that that person's going to meet 
someone else again in the future. He's, he's going to get another partner down the road. And how long is it going to take them to figure out what he's like in the background? Someone might not find out for months or years down the line. Oh dear, I just find that really scary. But anyway, now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story from Charming Golf 274 from the True Off My Chest subreddit. It says, first time I dressed up for a double date and my friend didn't like it. My friend Joel, 20 male, asked me, 21 male, to join him for a double date with Jean, 20 female, and a friend Sam, 19 female. Joel got on a date with Jean, but she wanted to make it a double date as she wanted to introduce Sam to the dating scene in a more friendly kind of way. I agreed to it, but Sam wasn't amused by the idea of me being her date, but agreed because she was happy with just the experience. Why? Well, me and Joel are totally different types of guy. He's the charming and athletic guy, while I'm the chubby and more reserved one. Doesn't help I am balding this early in life. The times I have met her at university has been while I am wearing the same clothes. I have a set of clothes only for university, sort of like a self-imposed uniform. Every day is different, but I repeat weekly. So yesterday, I got my hair cut as low as possible without going into shaving. Fixed my beard, and I have to say, I was looking mighty fine. More power to you, my friend. And got out my brand new clothes. Now today, we had our double day after 2pm. I arrived late, but only by five minutes. Joel was texting me like crazy until I arrived holding a rose for Sam. I'm a bit corny, but I thought it would be a nice gesture. Joel wasn't happy for some reason. Jean looked surprised, but Sam, she smiled widely and her eyes sparkled a bit. We start our date and Sam and I are having a bit of a blast. We decided to go out bowling before going for ice cream in recommendation from Sam. We got along, but not really enough to say I like her more than a friend. Maybe a second date, solo this time, would be nice. As we were hanging out, I could feel glances from Joel and smiles from Jean. I know Jean is smiling because Sam is having fun, but I didn't know why Joel was so angry with me. After the date, Joel unloaded on me. How I was cringe for bringing Sam a rose. That I was there to entertain Sam, not distract Jean from him. That I dressed too formal and too fancy. I was only wearing a white shirt, flannel overshirt, and jeans with my converse. He also said I should have stayed at home if I was going to act like I did at the date. I just talked with Sam, shared a meal with her, and went to get her favorite ice cream from her favorite store. He was there, and Jean was 100% on board with the ideas. I barely talked with Jean. He had all the playing field for himself, but my fault Jean was more interested in seeing her friend happy. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now this one to me feels like a pretty simple one. He didn't like that you was getting the attention. He was jealous and maybe wasn't expecting it to be that way. But I thought it was pretty amazing and I'm proud of you for doing so. Especially when you was going on saying, I have to say, I was looking mighty fine i thought yeah <laughs> but reeb says sounds like he was annoyed that you showed him up on the date he's probably used to the attention and thought being next you would make him look better think duff stuff just done a little google you guys might already know this but it says designated ugly fat friend that's comment continues sorry just going based off your description girls care way more about thoughts and effort than just attractive that's why you were getting the attention of both girls. Hope you reply saying, I knew from the start he was planning to use me to look better, but I wasn't expecting him to be rude about his date with Jane and blaming it on me. Adios says, lol, maybe the only reason Jean agreed to date your friend was so she'd have an excuse to get Sam out on a date with somebody and Joel is salty about it. Don't worry about it, sounds like you and Sam had a nice time and Jean is happy that Sam enjoyed herself. Joel is just being insecure. You absolutely should ask Sam to go out solo. Even if you decide she's not for you romantically, it sounds like you two get along well and could be great friends. Opie responds saying, I think I will ask her out. She mentioned she was into retro gaming and we have an old school arcade close to campus. The dream. Bit of Pac-Man, bit of Space Invaders, maybe even Golden Axe if they got it. Cheeky. Zed says, while this may be true, seems Joel was using you as the safe wingman. The buddy no one ever has to worry about because they are chubby, introvert, etc. Seems Joel found out that you're not a doormat to his dating conquests and, well, now you know what Joel thinks of you as a person. Peace out, Joel. Hope you have a good time living life as an arsehole. <laughs> and one more comment from Radio Supply who says, Ha! You bought Riz when he least expected it. Why were you supposed to sit in the corner? Why does he get to be the main character? Were you supposed to frump up and make Sam's night miserable so he'd look good by comparison? No, you were tasked to edge a nice girl into dating and you showed her a nice sincere time and set the bar for her. You did what stand-up guys do. A quality girl doesn't care about resending hair and a bit of body fat. She's looking for boyfriend material and you brought it. I'm glad you and Sam had a nice time. I'm sure she'd see you again solo and even if it's not a date, she'd be happy to introduce you to her single friends. I'm learning all the words today. Riz is a slang term for skill in charming or seducing a potential romantic partner. <laughs> so Opie comes in with her update and says, a lot of people wanted an update, so here it is. Let's start with my friend Joel. I explained to him what happened and how it made me feel. And he apologized. A bit of a forced apology, but it's been two weeks and he actually changed a bit. I explained that he should be more attentive with his dates and took it to heart. 
is still the same guy, but now he at least tries to actually connect with his date. Jean, well, not much. We started hanging out, but I don't know much about what happened with her and Joel. Just that it didn't work out, and I will take that. Now Sam. Well, I asked her out for another date. This time a solo date, and she said yes with a big grin on her face. We went to the arcade and we had a blast. Maybe too much. That night I returned to my apartment at 3am and exhausted. That night was filled with firsts. With that said, we hit it off. I thought we wouldn't click, but after a few drinks at karaoke, really made her loosen up a bit and we talked for about three hours in our second date. Had two more dates and now are officially dating. I showed her my last post and she was amused by all your replies. Oh, young love. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Keep being you. Keep being amazing. And let's have another story. And this story is going to come from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from WiseBuddy6567 and says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my estranged grandparents? I don't care if their grandkids are in foster care. I'm 26 male, married to my wife, 26 female, and we're expecting our first baby. I'm estranged from my paternal side of the family after my father's affair on my dying mum and their willingness to try and defend his actions. While my mum was sick, he left me to do more caring for her while he was screwing someone else. He even brought said woman to my mum's funeral. His family also tried to get my mum to forgive before it's too late, while she was still alive. It was a nightmare. I was 15 and it was a lot. My mum needed to be cared for and I was the only one who could, but my aunt had to work. After my mum died, I moved in with my aunt. My father married the other woman and invited me to the wedding, but I didn't go or even acknowledge the invite. It had nothing to do with any of them. I heard he died last year and that was no concern to me. Also found out he had two kids. His other woman and second wife died four months ago. My paternal grandparents took the kids in, but they do not feel like they can raise two kids under five or six or whatever age they are. They mentioned me to a social worker who approached me and asked if my wife and I would be willing to raise these kids. We said no. The social worker made a note of it and said they would not approach me again. My grandparents have not given up and contacted me and my wife both over this. They tried to use guilt trips and sob stories about foster care being horrific for kids and one is a little girl so it's even worse. None of this changed anything for me and then they tried getting my aunt to talk to me. They showed up at her house with the kids and appealed to her as a former foster kid. She and my mum both were. She told them to get the fuck out. I ended up talking to them over the phone instead of ignoring their messages to me. They told me after they went to my aunt's house, they had spoken to the social worker again. And now the kids are in care. They asked me how I could be okay with my siblings being in care. I said I don't care that their grandkids are in foster care. They're nothing to me. And the fact is, I'm not going to pretend I care about saving them. I said they need to accept the kids are now in care. And a social worker will work on finding them a good family. But they need to accept I will not be that. They called me a monster and said I should be ashamed of myself and they hope the birth of my child brings me nothing but guilt. Am I the arsehole? Look, whenever we mention children in these stories, I always feel incredibly bad. They've lost both their parents at such a young age and, and now they're going through all this other stuff as well. They must feel confused, lost, hurting, so much going on in their lives. And, you know, I can't help but feel sorry for them. But at the same time, they're not your responsibility. And I just feel like the grandparents are deflecting their own guilt in this situation. But again, it just breaks my heart for those kids. 
But Redhead says, not the arsehole. This is actually the kind of situation that appeals to foster to adopt parents. Two kids under six-ish who haven't been abused or neglected. Parents are dead and extended family isn't able to take the kids. So reunification isn't on the table. Frankly, they really could be adopted in six months or so, depending on your state's timeline. Adventurous says, actions have consequences and your father's actions sadly impacted the life of all three of his children profoundly. Your grandparents need to be contacting all the extended family on both their sides as well as your stepmother's side of the family to try and find a family member willing to take on the children. What happened to those children is truly tragic. Opie says from what my aunt was told nobody else wanted them. My father's siblings all made excuses. His wife's family all had nothing to do with her for many years before she died and don't want anything to do with the kids she left behind either. My grandparents were the only ones willing which is why they took them temporarily. Who knows if that's true or not, but that's what they were ranting at her. She said they didn't seem to be talking to their kids now, which shocked me since they all came together to defend him after what he did. Pretty little accident says not the arsehole. You have no obligation morally or legally to raise someone else's children. If they're so worried about it, they can raise them and pay for extra help. I'm so sorry for the loss of your mum. I know that never truly goes away. Do what is best for you. And what will make you happy in the long run congratulations on your first baby coming soon and one more comment from i am the arsehole always who says not the arsehole you don't even know those kids and you never have to take kids in not to mention you've got your own kid on the way and need to focus on being a first-time dad to a newborn not a first-time dad to multiple kids all at once you have a duty to your wife and if the grandparents wanted to support they should have supported 15 year old you instead of covering for a sick adulterer they made their own bed, they can lie in it, lock them on everything, and move on. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below, if you have a moment of your time, of course. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one take care and much love Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.